Hi guys, Brad Oztron Prime here. Uh, look, I know we've gone on every week about it, but now there's only four days left to purchase tickets in the March TCCA raffle. Um, ticket sales have been down on the January raffle, but I'm hoping by the end of the week that uh, that will still come out in the black. There's some great prizes there. Um, I've named them off before. G1 Metroplex and Starscream, complete. The new X-Transbots of Polyon, Junkion Matrix of Leader. Um, yes, most of them are third-party figures. If you don't want the figure and you win it, sell it. A Polyon's 180 bucks, easy, easy money. The Matrix, you'll get 100, 150 for that, easy. Everyone wants it. So even if you don't want the the uh, don't want the figure or the item, sell it. Casey won the seven generations figures last raffle and he sold them off just so he can get his uh so he can get his Takara Fembots. I have no problem with that whatsoever. So yep, sorry to harp on, but uh the club needs your support now. We're only four weeks out from Supernova. It's gonna be a very busy time. So uh thank you all and here is the feature presentation. And welcome to Off the Shelf, the uh, voice of the Star Wars, I mean Transformers Collectors Club Australia. Uh, I am not Brad, uh, I am Jason, uh, I'm reading off the run sheet and I probably shouldn't. So, uh, joining us this week, we have, well, we have Brad. Brad, say hi. I'm not Jungo Fett, I'm Brad. Do we all need Star Wars names? <laughs> I yeah. Yoda. <laughs> Daniel has a Yoda tattoo. Uh, okay, so before we go too far into too far into the weeds, uh, we actually have a fourth voice on the show this week. Joining us, uh, joining us is Will Mottram, who is actually sitting upstairs in my apartment on a different laptop with a with a, uh, a, a an internet chat headset. How are you doing, Will? Hello, hello, good, thank you. How's it going, guys? Welcome, sir. Welcome. It is it is it is nice to have you on. So uh, I will just point out, um, Will and I are thinking of starting a sort of a, a pop culture and sci-fi show on some community radio in Sydney soon. So um, yeah, it's um, you know hopefully hopefully you'll hear us together on the airwaves a little bit more soon. We'll uh, we'll see yeah. how we go. And uh, that that voice in the background, that 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 person <laughs> relaxing and stretching out, and- is of course Bill. Uh, yes. Our local hey. uncle. Start, start the Bill Skype has. Uh, mm, carry on, we shall. <laughs> so basically what's going to happen this week is Yoda is going to sit in judgment of all of our Transformers news. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to happen. Anyway, uh, this is off the shelf. We are the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club of Association. Uh, uh, I'm going to do that again. We are the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club of Australia. So I try saying that 10 times fast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Transformers CCA. Um, he got it right. I know I got it got right. Off. I read it from the run sheet that you posted it into last week. <laughs> so um, as we are as we are the voice of the club, it is important that we talk about the club a little bit up front. So we currently have 58 paid and proud club members. If you want to join the club, uh, all it's going to do is it's going to cost you five bucks. Uh, you can... 
you can find Brad on the Facebook group and you can ask him about it. There is also membership information in the files section of the Facebook group. Now, yeah. at the time of recording, I think we're sitting on about 932 members in the Facebook group. So we're mm. just edging ever slightly closer to that magical thousand point. And I got to say, it's getting really, really busy yeah. and I really like it. Um, I actually had yeah, to yeah. scroll quite a long way to find a post from last night in the group today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we've, we've sort of stalled. Oh, we've, been, no. we've been going up about 100 members per month so far this year, and now we're halfway through the month and we've only gone up 32, so... It's okay, um, there are really important 32. Yeah, and yeah. once April hits, um, I expect the number to skyrocket. Yes, but, well, uh, that, that could well happen in April. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, so, look, uh, let's talk about some of our favourite posts of the week before we get too far into the news um, or anything else. Brad, I think you had uh, you, 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 you took quite a liking to some of Alex's posts this week. Yes, it, uh, it seems like our dear friend Alex um, listened to the episode last week and uh, took to heart some of Daniel's comments that he can't always have the best posts of the week. Um, this week, of course, he brought up uh, some of the X-Transbots Megatron factory photos. Um, mm. Along with the army of torsos, we also got the uh, army of snarls from Fans Toys. And also, there's been some great photography on there of uh, MP figures and alike with some uh, very nice backgrounds, desert backgrounds, cityscape backgrounds. Like, there's a... Um, there was the new Combiner Wars Megatron in a nice desert background. Uh, looked pretty good. So I must say, he does do some pretty good stuff, like photography-wise. Um, with the toys, it's really good, actually. Um, Whether it comes from him or not, I do not know, because I know a lot of them were shared. So he, he just he's, he's just he's, he's he's showing us some good photos. Oh. <laughs> Alright, um, so I don't actually have. Um, uh, you know a, a uh, you know favorite post this week, but I do want to give a shout out to my other local Waka Waka collector, uh, Vincent Blackman. Uh, it's his birthday today. He turns a big twenty-five. So happy birthday, man! Um, he so, got himself a ah, uh, he got himself a sunstorm. Yes, mm. with me. Um, I got a recent collectible as well. So that's good. Um. I um, know, Bill. What's your favourite post from the week, or have you? I'm uh, probably gonna have to well, give before, it. Before you move on, Bill, mm. I'm not going to ask the team to sing, but uh, good, very, we're not. <laughs> happy birthday for Friday! Oh, thank you, gentlemen. Ah, thank you. Happy birthday, Bill. Yeah, thank happy you. birthday, thank Uncle. You. Thank you. <laughs> Unfortunately, having a cake and blowing my candles doesn't really work in this format. But uh, no, no, no. But feel free to send me some shots of nudie girls later. I'll appreciate <laughs> that. Again, <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you get yourself for your birthday? <laughs> I actually, believe it or not, what did I get? I got a cake from work and went out for lunch today. Got a couple of DVDs. Um, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Placed a few more pre-orders, so it's a nice low-key event, actually. Excellent. That was good. Thank you. So I have, I do have a favourite post of the week. Actually, I have two. 
but I'm going to go with one first because I suspect Will's going to choose the other one. Um, <laughs> what so, do you mean? So, uh, <laughs> Will went out to, um, what was it, Dollar Shop or Dollar Heaven or whatever it was at Bondi Junction this week. Hot Dollar. Hot Dollar, yeah, that's like the best shop ever. Um, and he found Transformers at uh, Hot Dollar, but they're not Transformers, they're knockoffs. <gasps> Um, I've just I've just oh, stuck a photo of it in the yeah. Facebook chat. It space is robot. it is a space robot, <laughs> and where it would say like Dark of the Moon or something because it's like a rip off of the Transformers thing. I've actually got it sitting in front of me. Will has kindly graced my actual presence with it. It's tiny. Um, you can see the mouse from my computer next to it. It's like it's smaller than like a Legends class. Uh, it's got space robot. Let's wow. defend the Earth together. Completely super and, new style, and it's yeah, and it's also the Trojan Space That's Robot same. most hot product. Uh, the Completely best, the, super new style. <laughs> the best, the, the best thing is that it's actually it's a it's a knockoff of a transformer that doesn't transform, but it's got both the uh, it's got both the robot and the jet mode uh, on the on the it's package. Level four. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, it's like not, the most complicated because it doesn't transform. It doesn't. <laughs> So that is exactly the same size as the key rings in. It just doesn't yeah. have the chain on it. So mm. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, that's probably what it's a rip-off of. So mm. here's yeah. the interesting thing. If I look on the back of it, it actually has like a distributor's name and address. And I'm like, I kind of want to call them up and just go, what are you thinking? Um, do you realize what you are doing? <laughs> what do I? What am I doing? No, no, the distributor. Oh, it's a, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've also, they've also modelled the the figures on the back from from what looks like it's the Halloween costumes. They're not actually of the actual toys. <laughs> Hang on, I'll, I'll stick a photo of that in there as well. Uh, oh wow, I can't yeah, believe that I got, people get away with that sort of stuff. I got a Revenge of the Fallen figure. It's it's up on the shelf from a local IGA here, and it was five bucks. It was. The Revenge of the Fallen Legend Ratchet in what you can only describe as uh, prototype colours. <laughs> Yet the instructions are back for, with a star scream, and the instructions that come inside it with a star scream. I love knockoffs. Yeah, it's like, just- like really, someone someone's just put this shit together. And they've mm. gotten it to the point where they've got like a, a knockoff of Star Scream in the package. And they've put this stuff on the back, and they're just like, "Yeah, that'll do." Put it out. I just about really, really bad costumes. But anyway, are they costumes? They are costumes. It looks like they are. I think they're so bad. They're good. I mean, yeah, that's it's it's. Did they take my money? I tell you, yeah, and they did. So bad. They're good. I really want one now. Just for shits and giggles. That's the issue. It's a curiosity that. You just, that's the same with this knockoff I've got. It's just, yes, it's its nothing, but I just need to have it in a sealed box so that I can, 20 years' time, and say, this is what shit they'll bring it out at the time. But yeah, well, 20, 20 years' time, this will be rarer than Starscream or anything else. Probably. Oh, this, this would be Black Zarek, just with <laughs> <laughs> This, this be is that, completely new style. and Chrome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be... Does everyone remember when they had the completely super new style Transformers? Yeah. yeah. They'll dig it up in 3,000 years in an Antiques Roadshow. All right. 
we're gonna we're, we're gonna move on now. Will, do you have a favourite post of the week? I think we were talking about this quite a lot at uh, at dinner time, so I suspect you do. Uh, remind me just a bit. I re- I, so my second Wait, favorite we- post of the week is going to be the uh, discussion over Prime. Ah. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, never mind. I'm well, so so there's been a good discussion going on during the week about why Prime was cancelled and what what people think about the show and you know whether it's better than Generation One or not. And ah, uh, yes. I, I, I thought it was quite a good discussion and. Um, it was really good because it didn't it didn't deteriorate into just rampant fanboyism, which um, yeah, no, I, I and that's, appreciate. Yeah, that's if that same post was on addicts. I don't want to call them out, but it would have gone downhill extremely fast. Cool. All right, yeah, it was one of it was one of my uh, first sort of discussions that I joined, and I was um, I really admired the sort of. Uh, Everyone sort of respected everything on different levels as well. Like we all, mm. we all, we all enjoyed our fanship from when we were children, and we can all see it from different levels now. And yeah, it was just basically it was good to hear everyone's opinions, even though everyone had a different a different point from being a fan. And yeah, yeah it was I, I was really stoked. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Some some can't, but they realise that they're not the only fans. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. in the group or. Like, that's the same thing last week when we're doing the whole G1 versus Beast Wars thing. Mm. Um, That's another thing that we should probably skim over, really, like, you know, not touch this week. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, Bill, what's what's your post of the week? Uh, it has to go to Mr. Tanner and that shot of Unicron's head floating in orbit. Uh, that thing was brilliant. I loved it. Yeah. That is all. Awesome. Is, that, is that the third party one that opens up into a playset? No, I can't remember the name of it now. You got me there. So I remember, I remember there was one coming out to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah. cancelled at one point, but or it was delayed. But I didn't actually, uh, I didn't actually get anything from BPTS or anything saying that it was getting released. So, ah, oh, well, speaking of BPTS and what's getting released and whatnot, we can get the news. Yes, let's get let's get to the news. So I'm going to headline this one. So Robots in Disguise, uh, we aren't actually going to talk too much about the episodes and our review of it this week. Because I haven't um, watched it. Because <laughs> Jason and I haven't watched it. But for anyone that has, next week we're going to cover episodes three and four. And maybe if they've got other um, other episodes out, maybe touch on those in the next step episode or two maybe not too sure um let us know like if you want us to talk about robots in disguise or would you prefer us just to wait until the end of the first season and no. then just do it no talk about cover. it talk about currently, it currently, <laughs> currently this is the only media canon being released at the moment so we'll cover them that's not true at all Yes, it is. That's not true at all. We'll talk about that later in the show as well. All right, then we got good news now. So um, we have Wave Three uh, for Combiner Wars are now up for pre-order. Yeah. Um, and release date is apparently meant to be May. Do we have a confirmation of like early May? That was um, I think it was the twentieth of May. TFI. That's the US, isn't it? Or is that the Oh, so that's an Australian release in May. Yeah, yeah. That's really quite good. Birthdays in May. Yeah, yeah, there is, isn't there? That's, uh, that, would be both, that would be both Will and I. May. Yeah. Uh, I'm so just I saying, know I'm, what you two are going to get each other for me. 
I'm just saying, like when, when it when it does get to uh, when it does get to May, if listeners want to shower me with presents, uh, you know, you can. I know you can you can mail it to me courtesy of the TCCA podcast at whatever I don't know the address. Um, anyway, he likes, is, he likes space robots and he already has hot detrusion, but he doesn't have the others. Yes, mm. actually, that's probably the name of it, isn't it? Hot detrusion. Yeah, that's the character name. Yeah. Far out! That's amazing. <laughs> um, okay. All right. And so I believe Wave Three. Just to recap, they are the Protector Bots. Yes. Yes. And they're all the Protector Bots for once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, there's very little actual official news this week outside of uh, outside of that. So we also have a few third party figures. Um, Bad Cube. I, I love third party manufacturer names. Um, Bad Cube has got a uh, a figure coming out called War Dog, who's basically oh, a, a masterpiece Warpath. Um, which uh, Warpath has a. I have a soft spot in my in, in my heart for Warpath because I think he. I actually don't know who it was, but I think he was one of the first Transformers I ever had. Um, apparently, the expected release date is the end of April, and it's currently priced from TFI Down Under at one hundred and fifty five dollars before shipping. Um, with a note that he's actually seventeen centimeters <coughs> tall. So, what do you, what do you guys think? I've got a photo of him in the run sheet. Um, he looks he was, pretty faithful yeah. to the character. He's the first one I ever had myself, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I think I think a lot of the mini bots were uh, the first first Transformers for quite a lot of people, especially in Australia. Yeah. Look at that. I wonder, who who has the Combiner Wars Megatron? I do. It's Either still in one. its box. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I just wonder if a boat's been missed here with those treads on his arms. Because I know from seeing uh, Kathleen's reviews at the current leader Megatron, his treads move. Yeah, so, but I, th- I think but from but I think from looking at the way that the way that War Dog's treads are broken on his arm, I don't think you could really have functioning treads on him because uh, they uh, could go around that wheel though on his elbow. No, because that's I, only, I that's know, only like the what, front and the back of it. Yeah, I don't know how how the leader one does it. I'm just thinking if if the leader one has moving treads on a leader toy, which is only sixty bucks. But I think the treads, yeah, but the treads don't don't split apart to form part of his arms or part of his legs. Like the treads go into his legs. Mm-hmm. So like like I think because of the because of the fact that he's got tread on his arms and on his feet, uh, I think that's why it's broken apart. It won't be functioning. Yeah, but the the leader does that as well, doesn't it? He has the treads on his arms and treads on his the back of his legs. Uh, does it? I don't know. Fine. Separate separate two separate. I'll go get. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go get it. <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just odd that um, the engineering and price point of a leader figure can have. I can only assume rubber rubber tracks because they move. Um, yet we're looking at a hundred and fifty five dollar figure mm. um, from the third party, which normally go above and beyond in most aspects. And mm. I mean, uh, that's yes. okay. Maybe if you made the treads a little bit longer on the arms and put a second roller on there, so that can be a complete looped tread section. So again, we haven't seen this in hands. We're only seeing. Uh, okay, so Megatron photos. doesn't have treads on his arms. Okay, all right. They're on his. They're on his back, aren't they? Like behind his. Yeah, they end up on his back, don't they? Behind his. No, head. He's, so he's yeah. got four separate sections of tread, 
and each one is each one is enclosed. So there's two on his back and there's two on his legs. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. I love it. Yeah, I, 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 reckon, I reckon it's pretty good. It's very G1 cartoon accurate with the treads behind the elbows and nice and chunky. Look at it. The head sculpt. Love it. Love it, Govna. Love it. Now, he's not... I, I watched a couple of episodes of G1 the other day, but they didn't have him in it. Is he... How, where's he sit with Prime? Is no, he's, he, about, uh, the, he's about the same about, size as the, the car. Ratchet Ironhide up yeah, the he, Yeah, he's one of the minibots, really. Oh, we're not going off G1 scale. <laughs> Otherwise, he'd be five five centimeters tall. Well, I mean, so we know he's seventeen <laughs> centimeters tall. Yeah, so I'm, I'm guessing up the Prime's windows. Just uh, yeah, it'd be the same. Size oh, is that what us. you meant by in relation to Prime? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be the same size as you know the the cars. Yep. Okay. All right. So look. Um, so that's coming out at the end of April. I'm sure some of us are going to get that figure and uh, you know take take it out and. Take it out and put it up on our collector's shelves. Uh, judging by the fact that there's quite a lot of love for Warpath in general. Bam! Kazami! Kazami! Tourette's! Bam! Ah, man. Warpath was, pro- Warpath was probably one of the more racially offensive parts of G1, really. <laughs> I was going to say, we're never going to see a character like that again. Except for, um, except, uh, didn't we, wasn't Wheelie like that in the movies? Oh, he was just offensive, full yeah. stop. Yeah. Someone okay. needs to... Although I so, can see Warpath saying, I hate a city. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, I mean, right we're going to move on. So last week we talked a little bit about DX9's carry, uh, which we had said at the time was a hot rod. It does seem to be a yeah. Rodimus, although it's actually very confusing because the general consensus is now because he transforms and he has the trailer that he's Rodimus. But the figure, the robot oh. mode of the figure is still very much hot rod. Yeah, we... Uh... When we seen the silhouette of the figure, we're going for hot rod, but um, that's definitely Rodimus Prime. And well, but his vehicle mode is Rodimus Prime, but the the robot mode still looks like hot rod. Mm. So and that Rodimus. wing, that wing is massive. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's to accommodate the trailer because well, it is part of the unfolding. Because it says transform without detaching part. Well, and that's one of the bigger things. Um, when we're getting the new photos come through during the week, um, we're getting these, uh, like, behind his robot mode, and mm-hmm. you can see that the whole the whole cabin, or the whole flaming Winnebago is robot. There's no detachable gun yeah. baits or whatever you'd call that from the original mm-hmm. G1 figure. That whole thing collapses and folds onto... Yeah. That figure, which yeah, that, I, that's that's what that's what Bill was just saying. That's but pretty, that's I think pretty good. that also reminds me of the uh, the um, masterpiece Ultra Magnus. The way they sort of went, you know, well, in with the Generation One toy, you had to detach the trailer and then just sort of like set it aside and then use it as armor. But well, there was no with detaching; the, it was just sliding the, the robot out from underneath and standing it up. Really, yeah, that's, yeah, that's detaching, but still. Um, <laughs> So, but yeah, it reminds me of what they did with that. I was I was really quite concerned looking at the looking at Masterpiece Ultra Magnus originally. I was just like, they they're actually going to like make me take the cab out and put it into the armor. But no, they didn't do that. I was really impressed mm. by it. And so it looks like they've pulled off a similar trick here. Yeah, the Masterpiece Rodimus. No, hmm? Ultra Magnus. Oh, sorry. Oh, look, it's very it's very confusing. I don't know if I said it properly yeah. or not, but yeah, uh, it's not. weird. It's weird. Like we. The comparison photos they showed during the week, the 
alt mode sitting beside um, MP10, it looks very similar size. It's a little bit longer than the MP10, of course, because it's got its own trailer built in. But when it all combines, it's the same size as MP10, I think. So, so there's a lot of there's a lot of panels collapsing in that thing to make it there's got to be yeah. size. So here's a question: um, in on the G1 toy with Rodimus Prime, like the trailer served a purpose when when Rodimus was in robot mode, the trailer still existed, and you know mm-hmm. you could use it as a weapon and everything. What the hell's point does this trailer serve? Well, that's the thing; they've got to try and shrink it into mass for the robot. Yeah, but but like well, like why have him why have him have a trailer if you can't use it as as like the accessory like the G one toy when you when he's in robot mode? Well, it's That's, like you, you guys said earlier. It's an Ultra Magnus thing. It's an all in one transformation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyone that's got the titanium Rodimus Prime figure, oh, I got rid of that. <laughs> yeah, so you can, you know, that's the same concept. Like, but he's got massive legs because obviously, you know, Brad, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the trail. Yeah, the yeah. So it's an all-in-one compact transformation, and I mean, I'll give him points for it. You know, to be able to pull off something like that, that's pretty cool. I'm just yeah. gonna totally like not have an opinion on this because my opinion is uh, Rodimus is not. Even worth actually talking about, but that's personal. Oh, shots fired! Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> apart from apart from that massive wing on his back, the robot mode I don't mind, but and I don't know if this is just because it's been photoshopped or what's going on here. But on his chest, he's got the flames. Get on the bonnet mm. of the old yeah, mode. No, that, that, it's no cl- so cl- clearly, clearly, there's two. There's at least two versions of this figure that yeah, exist in the world. One has been painted properly. Yeah, because so they're, yeah, they're just that old mode looks a little bit bare. Sure. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's fine. I'm they'll, pretty they'll, sure they'll fix it. I'm pretty sure with the MP09, um, the wheels you got the wheel at either end and the center wheels right in the middle instead of being the wheels are sort of equal points apart yeah because hot rods rear wheels act as the mp9's alt modes front wheels don't they from memory okay because he goes in backwards yeah i'll just think because the g1 figure the wheels you've got the wheels at the front and the back of the trailer section and then mm. hot rods only just sticking up in front of it yeah he just lays down and the trailer falls on top of him basically yeah mm. which G1. which isn't a bad thing because with this, that whole car mode could just pull out, just like the G1 version does, but have mm. the articulation, and he could still have that whole back section as a gun turret. Yeah, but then it's, in, in essence, if they do that, Brad, see, the point of difference here, mate, is that this is an all-in-one, where the Takara version is faithful to the G1 toy, if you get what I mean. So that's their main point of difference, I reckon. Okay, yeah, being separate yeah. enough to be different. Yeah, exactly, because yeah. they'd be like, well, they've made MP9, why are we going to go back and redo something that's already been done? Yeah. Kind of thing. Well, exactly, why don't they just do a decent hot rod? Yeah. We don't worry about Rodimus Prime, but anyway. Well, or not just worry about hot rod, because he's a loser. Mm. Mm. Travelling on that, from that's there. My, that's my opinion, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Travelling on from there, last last bit of news in the third party section. Uh, we've seen some pictures coming in this week from the uh, from the X X Transbots Assembly Building, also known as um, their mum's apartments, uh, showing off. <laughs> 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 
Showing off the build of uh, Apollyon, which is their much, much sought-after um, masterpiece-scale Megatron. Actually, mm. he, he's masterpiece-scale, isn't he? Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. own piece. Um, and uh, apparently there's an orange cap uh, turning there up that is, is showing... It's causing oh, no. some concern. There is a big yeah, issue forming here. The fandom has erupted. The orange cap... I've, orange I've erupted. Gate. I've erupted. I shall call it Orange Gate. <laughs> yes, none of the previous photos, nothing has shown him coming with an orange cap. What is this orange cap? It'll be the cap, cap that cap signifies that he's a toy. Yeah, and not a, not a real pistol. Hmm. Which, uh, okay. going through a airport scanner, you're not going to know the difference. It's nothing to do with airport scanners. It's all to do with whether 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 you're walking down the street holding this gun and the cops <laughs> see you holding it, then they'll see the orange cap and they'll decide <laughs> not to kill you dead. They don't and look for those caps, really. The, the caps are tiny. Yeah, I'm going to start taking my MP5 in the truck for work. Next week, Next week, Off the Shelf will be hosted by Bill, Dan and Jason. Yes. We can all visit Brad at, Brad at Long Bay. That'll be, that'll be great. In, instead, instead of the uh, supernova table, we'll be around Brad's bed. <laughs> it's the bailout raffle. <laughs> someone, yeah. someone get to the someone get to me stores and get me MP5 back. Uh-huh. So yeah, so anyway, like it it is it is about it, it is about uh, making sure that uh, cops can identify toy guns. Yeah, but which, it should which have been to me to, to me means like if I was going to like get a gun and walk walk the streets with it, I would paint the tip of it orange. Yeah. Yep. I also, I'm also thinking too, it's obviously, you know, America being a large market and with their gun control and the orange plug, I think it's basically just reassuring, you know, the overseas fans also that, hey, look, you are going to be able to own it because it's got an orange cap kind of thing, if you guys get where I'm coming from. So they want, to be America, able to sell, they want to be able to sell it in store, which yeah, is, it's, that's, in yeah, Australia is yeah. like... Yeah, it needs to have an orange cap to be sold in store. I mean, because that that cap, that's, I reckon, a three year old could twist it off. It's only there for decorative purposes, you know. That's really kind of the point. I don't think it'll yeah, be part it of does it. Look small. Yeah, so they're just doing this whole show and tell like, hey, look, you know, we're following safety regulations. Yeah. Blah, and unlike blah. unlike MP5, the cap on this one looks like it's uh, the joining points inside the barrel, where MP5 was on the outside of the barrel. So we did try and <laughs> cut it off. Some did have on the inside, Brad. Okay, yep. Yeah. I just want to say I don't actually know about the cap on MP5 because I brought mine back from Hong Kong and it's capless. Mm. I guess that's the phrase bust a cap. That's where it comes from. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. He's here till Friday. Try the veal. (laughs) I can't see it being for a US release because it... Megatron could be an AK-47 and I'll still have it on store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It was just for that whole, you know yeah. what I mean? We're going to play by the rules kind yeah. of, you know, yeah. like, yeah. It's, I mean, and two seconds, you'll pull the thing off. It, it, it totally is for the US release. Yeah, and the gold the gold Megatron that just come out, the MP5G, it's, mm. um, BB, I know BBTS were putting orange caps on it to sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. It's because so, I mean, Takara doesn't give a shit. Yeah, because yeah. there's different gun laws in Japan, but when you look at the American market and there's, what, what's their population? Over 300 million? Yeah. Yeah, like and, a big, know, big so, bad well, toy well, store well, will sell at least five of them. Oh, exactly. Six, you know what I mean, if they push it. On but, a good day, yeah. if, they, if they have a sale. Yeah. And that's the only thing that leads me to believe that there may be a possible 
MP5 reissue or like a, a reissue Megatron later on, but. Um, yeah, but then, okay, let's look at it this way, you know, and it's a question for all of us. If, let's say we all go buy Apollyon, right? You know, three months down the track, Takara announced MP26 Megatron. Are we going to invest money in that too, or? I don't way, think I would. I, I really I really like Apollyon. I, sexy. Re- regardless of, yeah, regardless. We've learnt this week he has... Ball jointed elbows and not ratchets. Oh, shoulders, I mean. He's got ball joint shoulders and not ratchets. So, calculate that into your next comment. <laughs> I still prefer, like, I actually enjoy it. And I'm like, okay, he has ball joints. I'm not going to stand there and take a million and one photos of him in different poses. Well, I, I, I will sit him up. Where his I will s- can be pointing to the ground, so. Look, mm-hmm. to me, in most cases, I would have them all lined up, you know, in the cabinet, and occasionally touch them and fill them and turn him into his pistol. Mm. It, the, the joints don't bother me all that much. I, I'm not one to care about if they've got ratchet or bore joints or this joint, that joint. As long yeah, as it I, looks I good and it really fits its purpose. Mm. If, it, like, if it does its purpose, and, like, obviously they've had to do it to fit within a budget. That's what it comes down to, is they have a budget cost, they have a marketing cost, and they need to do well, it. That, that come... his, his shoulders must have to bend in some sort of angle that would prohibit ratchets being involved to start with. Yeah, like, you got to take a transformation account, exactly. Yeah, yep. Exactly, so... But that when you get out of the box in robot mode, you might be able to sit there and have his arm in the air if they can point upwards in his victory pose, and he can stay there for the rest of time like that. If you're going to start messing around and loosening things up, well, you might be able to point it to the ground and have an Autobot under one foot <laughs> in your heroic nonsense pose. <laughs> so, but in in regards to if, or well, we could just pull someone, a pill and you know just have him in the box. Thank you. Yeah. I was waiting for someone. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Problem well, solved, man. No you're worrying about you know shoulder joints and stuff. <laughs> We just do a bill and just keep everything in a box. So, 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 Bill, if if you don't take the figure out of the box, is mm. it is it like Schrodinger's cat? It's like Schrodinger's shoulder joint. You don't you know whether it's got ratchets or balls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I can't see it, there's no issues. Yeah, well, that'd be the same with the same with MPO nine. Mm. You don't know if he's. You don't know if he's destroy himself when you transform if you don't get the other box. You also don't know if he's hot rod erotimus. <laughs> that's the thing you know I've got quite a few mates that do have these up and display so I get to have a tinker with it you know and I get to understand the mechanics and bits and pieces so mm. get to have your cake and eat it definitely yeah okay uh, let's move on because uh, so that's actually the end of the figure news for this week so this is the point in the podcast where some of us show off and model our uh, model our new uh, our new additions to our uh, new additions to our collections. Brad, you've got a new addition this week that's going to make Dan really upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes! Ever since I'm going to say, would have been around news when uh, Grey Ghost posted his collection for sale. I seen that G1 Trypticon in there, and I watched it change hands from him to Dylan and now to me and I love it <laughs> G1 Trypticon he's not 100% complete 
there's some small things noticeably from the videos and uh, the photos I posted. These uh, orange skull cap. <laughs> his little little view viewfinder on top of his roof is missing. On top of his head is missing. Um, oh man, I completely forgot Trypticon had that. Yeah, there's uh, his gun. His chrome gun's still there. It's brilliant and chromey. Um, there's a couple of there's two little heliport flaps that are missing from his base mode. Um, but apart from that, pretty much everything else is there. There's a real tiny gun for his minifig that's not there. And that's probably going to be worth more than the figure itself, so I'm not worried. Um, but he walks. Nice. Put in, put in the two C batteries and he struts his stuff brilliantly. <laughs> a lot better than uh, a lot better than uh, Mega Supreme does. So yeah, he kind of shuffles uh, though, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, and yes, it's noisy, but yeah. I don't care because that's everything from that age. Even the '90s stuff that was battery operated. There's engine noise. There's gear noise. Oh, yeah. Man, man, every, every time, every time I look at Energon Scorponok, it makes a noise. <laughs> yeah, and it's sort of one of those things I was hesitant um, because I did purchase it after the news of the reissue. And I still, I still don't know. We've had a couple more uh, namings of that reissued Trypticon from Hasbro Australia, but nothing's been confirmed if it's a G1 reissue or if it's going to be the re the reissue from Beast Machines. Nah, Gigastorm. Uh, Gigastorm, yeah, which had not. none of the electronics in it and none of the that- walking feature. So and he had that he had that cockatoo crest on his head too. Yeah, yeah, he had different. He had a little bit of a remold and different colours. So yeah. um, I was sort of it was at the right price. I just yeah had to get it. Even even if that G, if that new one comes out and is G one reissue, I'll still get it, and I'll just leave this one in base mode. Or what if it's in those? What if it's in those horrid Astro Train and Blitzwing colours, though, Brad? Yeah, no, no, oh, I'm not oh, playing. Like fluoro, fluoro pink with like green legs. Yeah, no, it's gonna be. What's that, My Little Transformer? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even if it comes out, it's gonna be a two hundred plus dollar figure. So it's gonna be one of those things. If you want a complete one, uh, yes, buy the reissue. Um, it's not going to be like the reissue, the Encore 23, uh, Fort Max, whereas it's only $350 where the G1's 1000 plus complete, um, mm. or if not more. Um, you can get a loose, loose Trypticons going on eBay for 80 to 150 bucks, and then you can find certain online sellers that are selling parts to complete him. Um, okay. Yeah, so that was that was my one. Um, Saw is still in his box, so I'll hope to get out that out next <laughs> week. Out next I'll week. report next week. <laughs> All right, Dan, what did you get this week? I got Acid Storm, the Hasbro masterpiece Acid Storm, and I'm quite happy with it. Excellent. Nice. That, and as early in the show, I also got my Yoda tattoo, but that's totally unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> 
the uh, the amount of unbearable pain. In fact, if I ask Bill a question now, I'm guessing that he's going to answer in Yoda. Now that you've uh, mentioned Yoda, <laughs> uh, Bill, what figure, what figure did you get this week? Did you get anything? Mm, nothing I got this week. <laughs> 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 uh, okay, so, so I actually did get a couple of figures this week. Um, I got the uh, oh, I don't remember who I don't I think it's I don't know who makes it. I got the Mania King, um, the uh, vintage colours of that. So I've got a I got myself a purple Galvatron. Yeah, and uh, I also participated in this thing called eBay auction stuff actually actually that's not true i didn't participate in the auction at all i waited until there were five seconds left on it and then i bid 80 bucks (laughs) i know i know i I totally do it every time and i always win so like you know what in all seriousness there's nothing wrong with that because you're doing it in the allotted time frame anyway so all right oh i'm going to do the same thing to shockwave tomorrow night (laughs) (laughs) Style. Uh, so, so, uh, so, what that the result of that is that I'm now the owner of a Transformers hybrid style G1 convoy, which is the THS02, which is the second of two figures that Takara ever made in uh, Transformers hybrid style. It's so named. I, I'm not actually sure why it's named hybrid style. Like it's, it's actually there's a lot of die cast <laughs> in it, um, but they're, they're markedly smaller figures. Um, so I've got the gener- I've got the THS01 a few years ago. It's a Galaxy Force Optimus Prime, and uh, this one is the G1. So, yeah, pretty happy with that. That should arrive sometime this week. Uh, it's a and so, little figure, man. It's, it's got some really nice accessories to go with it, too. It does. It, it does. It really does. I, I hope it comes with all the accessories. <laughs> I, I noticed after I won the auction that I didn't actually check whether it comes with the box and everything, but we'll see. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, let's move on to some feedback and uh, listener questions. The Transformers will return after these messages. In general, guys listening, if you do want us to, you know, talk about or some talk about something, or if there's a burning question you want answered, uh, you can send feedback to transformerscca at gmail.com. But probably the easiest thing to do is um, participate in the question post. Brad usually puts one up mm. the day before the podcast record. And yeah, Friday, Friday yeah. morning I normally put it up. And if you've got yeah. questions for us, you can ask in that thread, and we will. We will uh, bring your question to the podcast panel. So, guys, let's let's get down to it. Uh, first question: Cameron asked in Transformers Prime when Optimus refers to Megatron as his brother. What context is it in? Um, I'm going to go Bill. Uh, it's more like Ghetto Compton with a bit of East Side thrown in. Like, yeah, brother. Yeah. They're not they're not actually related. There's no maternal spark there. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, just I thought I'd, I thought I'd just throw an Uber fact into the uh, conversation. Um, it, it is actually the quote, the full quote is actually cool story, brother. Ah, there you go, there you go. So unlike Dreadwing and Skyquake, 
who are twins. <laughs> yeah, there's no. It's more of a, as I mentioned earlier. It's more of a term of endearment, you know. Yeah. So, we, we, as a as a mark of closeness, they're not actually usually like when people are doing a uh, a speech and they're trying to rally people. They call yeah, them like, like, yeah, like 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 Hulk Hogan when he's on the microphone, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah. So. so it's Hulkmus Prime. Yeah. What you gonna do when Optimus runs wild on you? On you, rips his chest open. Here, have a matrix. <laughs> actually, I believe I believe that is actually Optimus's finishing move. It's the Matrix. That's <laughs> unloads on him. And he did, he did try and pass that off. Whether Bale Hasbro were going for something deeper in the 07 movie, it never come back. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. When he's when he's killed him and then pulls the yeah. you know shot left, out, you know, choice, brother. Yeah, so you know, it's like when. I mean, we all know what we're talking about, yeah. yeah. But in, in regards to TF Prime, um, Daniel, you're you're watching uh, Prime at the moment, aren't you? I'm watching R.I.D. I haven't actually watched Prime yet. <gasps> oh, that was a very sudden okay. intake spoiler, of it. Spoiler warning for Prime. The opening three episodes of season two are uh, of Ryan Pax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They're called, um, and it's sort of described there where Megatron and, and the or Prime were uh, best, well, pretty much librarians. <laughs> well, that's, and, that's uh, when Megatron Ratchet's given the, the that's when Ratchet's given the kids a history lesson, isn't it? Oh, he's talking about, yeah, he's talking about yeah. you know where Prime came from, Orion Pax, and blah blah blah, and Megatron. Yeah, and Megatron was there with him at his side in the council and. The council wouldn't make him a prime, so he thought, stuff you, I'll beat me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you, know, you know what my favourite part of that, the, that, that plot line or that, that exposition in Transformers Prime was? How closely it mirrored the comics. I was just going to say, I thought we oh, weren't going to talk about the comics. No, we're, we're, we're about to oh, talk about the comics. Fig- I had my fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Because that is that, exactly... That ultimate segue, though. No, well, no, we've got, we've got one more question to deal with yeah. first. Um, but I, yeah. one reference that came out of the episode that I absolutely love was when Megatron was talking to the Prime initially when he woke up and he was calling Ratchet the Doctor of Doom. <laughs> yeah. Prime's great. We, we had this discussion during the week. There's, nostalgia aside, TF Prime would have to be the best, the, uh, the best animated feature. I don't know, they don't technically have a dude that can eat an entire city and do, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger movements. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but that kind of just trumps it all. For those that haven't seen Robots in Disguise, you need to watch it specifically for that one second. Lockdown would have a big enough ego to do that. It's not underbite ego, okay? Uh, True, but we'll see how far it goes. We might not see him ever again. Yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, he's, yeah, the, we'll he's right. the monster of the week. He's locked we'll, up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about those a little bit more next week when we talk about Robots in Disguise. Um, let's move on to the next question. Uh, Wayne Buck asks, do you think the releases are getting out of hand? Sure, it's good to have quite a few Transformers to look forward to, but what about the people who can't afford five Masterpiece releases a year, plus third party, plus chug, etc.? Not to mention that half a year to a year after figures have sold out, they go up in price as well from scalpers, especially third party. Well, this hmm. one just comes down to the collector, I think. I, I, I'm going to take you know my opinion sort of straight off the bat here. Um, 
you know, for somebody that's like me who is just like, uh, I wouldn't say an uh, an avid collector, but I'm definitely a collector, more of an average collector. I just grab figures that I like, like, yes. um, mm. you know, that's figures it. that tickle my fancy. So, like, if I can afford to get that one specific MP masterpiece that comes out that year, then I'll only buy that one, like, whereas if I'm somebody, say, there's an avid collector that has to buy all the masterpieces to have that continuity line. I can see that coming a little bit out of hand, but most people just sort of have their niche. Like some stick to third party, some stick to chug, some pick third party and chug. Um, not everyone is going to go around and buy every transformer that comes out in the market because that is just silly and everybody. It's, so that's not yeah, there's so much out there. Like last year. Uh, I think there were 75 figures in the Generations line. Now, probably 25 of those were AOE. You're going to have people that had no interest in AOE whatsoever, so that brings that number down considerably. But uh, as for the Masterpieces, well, two of them are repaints, so you can get the original. If you don't want, uh, if you don't want Gold Bumblebee, if you don't want... Oh, G2 Bumbly, sorry, if you don't want that, or if you don't want uh, Road Rage, well, you can s- still go after the originals. Um, yeah, it all just comes down to, like, as a collector, you know how much money you want to spend. So, like, if you want, say, you, you hear throughout the like the year that all five of those masterpieces are the ones you want or, or need for your collection, you will go out and buy those five, but I don't mm. see it as... That that collector won't just like go out and buy all those five, and then go out and buy all the third party for those, you know, th- those figures that inevitably come out that same year. Yeah. Um. Or, or go out and buy all the chug. Yeah, we're getting enough notice. Like, uh, Trax isn't out until May or June. So September. For September, so ten bucks a month. Well, that's that's what I was thinking. Also, like, I mean, like, we do get enough notice to be able. To, okay, look, Magnus came out in December. The next one being Star Saber and Exhaust in March. Yeah. So that's three months there. So we've got Gold Bumblebee in July. Was it? Yeah, I he's around June or July. Yeah, and then the next one after that's going to be Trek. So what I usually do is okay. The, the figures have now been announced, so I start putting a little bit of money away extra week, mm. you know, so come time when I need to fork out for it, I'm not actually out of pocket, it's not all in one hit. And to yeah. address the second part of the question... You have far more discipline than I do. <laughs> <laughs> to address the second part of the question that, you know, you know about scalping and that's the thing, like, we're all fortunate enough, fortunate enough to actually sit here and talk about a subject that we have the disposable income to be able to purchase. Some you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, my point being that, I mean, yeah, as great as the toys are, you will get them eventually. So there isn't a need to feel an urgency to pick it up straight away, you know, because if you look at the forums or any other online sites or eBay when they have their sale, you will get it at a, a price that you're comfortable with. It might not be yeah. now. It might be in three months' time. But you will get it. But that's that brings me back to, to be a fan. yeah, and that that brings me back to earlier question. Jason asked if uh, we all get a poly on this month and in mm. August, 
MP26 is announced as Megatron, mm. would we go for that well, one instead? That's the thing. Like, let's say you spend your 200 bucks down. They say, well, in August, you know, we're going to buy it. Well, the thing is, a lot of people would have already gone out and forked out on Napoleon because it's a beautiful, sexy figure, right? But not only and, that, that figure, mm. like, look at Quakewave. Mm. That figure... Okay, I got mine, uh, so I got one one seventy nine. That that dings How this week's uh, that dings this week's mention of Quakewave on the podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just I'm just using an example. Like even War Dog. Yeah. Any of these third party figures, if they turn out to be really good, mm. oh, good luck buying it five months down the track after its initial release. Yeah, but that's that's the thing about it. We don't need them, mate. No, you guys no. are saying this like it's a like it's a bad thing. This is the best time to actually we get, we're getting spoiled for choice. Yeah, that's so what it's, I'm. It, yeah. It's not it's not getting out of hand. It's actually giving us more options to buy mm. anything that we want, and it it all comes down to what you want to buy. Like if you buy this figure and then three months down the line another one comes out of the same thing, it doesn't matter if you've picked up the one that you want. You could possibly sell the one you don't want and get the next one. You know, there's always mm. the option yeah. to. So, There's always you know. going to be somebody that will prefer using the example again, Apollyon, over, say, yeah, exactly. hypothetically, if MP26 is Megatron. Mm. Um, There's going to be people that will prefer to get Apollyon over things. So if you buy Apollyon and you're like, oh, MP26 turns out to be Megatron, I want that Megatron, you can then, as Will said, just pass that on because somebody will yeah. be dead. The, the supply so. is only being met or given to the demand. That's all it comes down to, supply and demand. Let's see, yeah, you got to look at the, the Dinobot fiasco that's going on at the moment. What, what, what do you mean by the Dinobot fiasco? You mean just the, the large number of third-party Dinobots? Yeah, 13 companies doing Dinobots. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, that's also happened. Like, we've got, we've got two bombshells as well. There's two Astro trains coming out. Uh, they all seem but to... But they're different, they're different. One's a chug and one's a masterpiece, even though the masterpiece is shit. Yeah, the because they're all owned by the same company, man. Takara yeah. owns all the third-party anyway, so... Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a conspiracy theory. It is, yeah. man. It's like, excellent conspiracy like, theory. Uh, how do you explain five Predakings and five Defensors and, you know, coming out at the same time and Dinobots? <laughs> you just man. picture these van- black vans pulling up outside your yeah, house. You're going right. to wake up tied to a chair like, how'd you figure it out, man? How'd you figure it out? You know, <laughs> the enigma of combinations. Because what they're doing, right, is they're releasing these figures and if the demand's there, they're going, oh, yeah, let's make a legit one and just gouge them twice. See? Well, the, uh, so so that's, actually, that's actually that's sort of... Toys. That, that sort of goes to one of the things that we were talking about. This I've got this um, big Google figure that we were talking about last week. Um, yeah. So the the company um, uh, Takatoku, they would make mm-hmm. the they'd make the mold and they'd release the toys, but they would also then license the mold to someone else to produce a cheaper version of it. Mm. And so, like is maybe that- maybe there is a little backroom trading going on with particular molds. Yeah, like did that happen just- with Chuckwave? Sorry, did that happen with who? Shackwave. Shackwave. Yeah, Ray Shockwave. Yeah, Ray Shockwave. Why is it, it Shackwave? Because it was sold at Radio Shack. Basketball. Ah, Radio Shack. It was sold at Radio Shack. It wasn't black. Um, but that's that's what so, I'm saying. So, so that, that 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 was a particular case. I think Hasbro licensed that mold. Okay. Ah, uh, all right. So definitely I not going to be sold. 
think we've all like <laughs> we've done. So uh, the next question is uh, Ray has a question for Brad. No, mm. we're not there yet. We're not there yet. We are, yes, we, we are. are so it why is, don't you time. like the comics in the podcast? Your response to the mention of comics is much like the response to mention of Justin Bieber or the Kardashians. Since the comics are such an influence on figures and at times make up such a large part of the conversation, why have you chosen to ignore them? Uh, have you picked up and read an issue? So, uh, <laughs> Brad, this is all you. That's all, mate. First off, uh, it's not uh, it's not response response to mention of Bieber or the Kardashians. It's more a response of Michael Knight, the MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to see where this analogy is going. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I am. I am. I'm actually currently feeding the rope out. Go on. <laughs> I have brought comics. They were the movie tie-ins. Just to uh, find out what was supposed to have been going on. That, that groan says it all. Yes. Um, I like the rain. Actually, actually, no. You know. You know what? I, I'm just. I'm just going to say if if the only Transformers comic that you've bought is the movies tie-in, it's not surprising. It's not surprising that no, you don't like no, the no, comics. No, no, no. I'm, I'm getting there. There's, there's been others. There's been, there's been others. I got. Uh, I purchased. The, Let me explain. The Wreckers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't shoot me yet. Um, the Wreckers. The Last Stand last, of the Wreckers. Last Stand yeah. of the Wreckers, yep. Got that. Got two oh, pages geez. into it. Um, <laughs> the Sector 7 tie-in, which pretty much ended my comic buying. Um, last see, I, I, see, I, I, th- I think th- pretty I, much the movies, I think we've the gotten somewhere. Stuff. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I, I yeah, think we've gotten somewhere. Stuff. I think we understand cho- this now. You've chosen the worst possible yeah, options. But, yeah, and that's the movie stuff. brought that to try and understand what's going on when the new, or more so trying to find out what's actually happening with the upcoming movie. Um, last end, last end, because it's a long book. Yeah, so last, last Stand of the Wreckers does actually does actually follow up a lot of the stuff that's already gone before in a lot of the, the IDW yeah. comics. So, yeah, I was a bit lost reading that one as well, frankly. Yeah, and I wanted I wanted to do the uh, Rage of the Dinobots, which was the jump from FOC into Prime. But I don't see... Once I started watching Prime, I thought, no, there's no way these two universes are going to join no matter what. I don't think I don't, I don't think publishes. I got Rage of the Dinobots. Yeah, I read, I read a bit of it. It was, uh, um, I forgot all about it. So, so <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. So, so I, I, I think the picture that we're getting is that you've he's been just put read all the crummy ones. By, yeah, oh, you've yeah. been put off by poor choices. Well, all right, all right, all right. So, so I, I think what we should do. To, to say Ray's uh, n- need to, uh, you know, have this conversation is uh, I think I- I- I'm a comic book fan. I personally haven't read any of the comics, but that doesn't mean to say that I won't. I've actually started looking around to try and actually get a hold of this, so I'd be interested. Um, w- Will and uh, Will and Jason. So why don't well, Will, Jason, Ray, uh, any of the others um, on the Facebook group come up with a list of stuff that Brad should read and or links to purchase or read online said comics. Um, you know, right, so before, before you keep on going, 
the biggest issue is time. Mm. I've got no time during the week. If I get you, time you, you don't, you don't have, have to a... read them this week. It's all it's all digital, so it's all on the iPad. I'm not being so where I, I am. I don't I have a comic do shop. That. I don't have a comic shop. I can't get paper. You can get everything you need, no matter what format it is. It's all accessible. That's okay. It'd be eBay. It'd be eBay. Yeah, uh, book depository would be the best way yeah. to get it. Yeah, yeah free delivery worldwide. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, um, the, where's, will, that, where's that located, though? Yeah, the UK. So there's four weeks to get here, so I'm already four weeks behind. The current issues. Sorry, right. they, 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 only, they only come out every four weeks. <laughs> oh, well, that's convenient. <laughs> <laughs> um, or, so, you know, you could on. just go to hundlebundle.com and click on their Transformer section and buy it for uh, X amount of money. And I, I, think, think, it, I think that's I over. can't do digital, though. They're... They're all digital. Um, no, but Hundle Bundle does keep a backlog of Transformers stuff that you yeah. can do. Yeah, and I prefer to just like... get the trade paperback, get the, the final yeah. thing, with them all yeah. in it, instead of going issue by issue, <clears throat> yeah. because I've had issues with getting issue by issue, and it's caused an issue. So, Jason, yes, would you suggest to start with, say, Chaos or something like that? Or I, I, th- I think based on the stuff that's gone... Recently, uh, if you like, a lot of the Transformers comics fans will tell you you have to read more than meets the eye. And but chaos leads into this. It, chaos well. leads into it, and so chaos is a good jumping on point for more than meets the eye and robots in disguise, and basically just the current IDW verse. But that's not to say that the stuff that went before is uh, not not something that you should read. Like you should. I don't know oh. what just happened upstairs, but that's okay. There's a big you, bang. Your, cat, your cat's being a bit of a moron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so IDW has done a lot of good stuff. Like they, uh, so they had their fi- they had their Simon Furman Shin um, series. Like it was like Devastation, Revelation, all of these. They were just like generally four issue four issue series that would come out with sort of like six months between each of the series, and like they, they were telling a particular story, and it was. A bit average, but it does it does figure into what came after. And they did a massive year, and I think it ended up being a year and a half long event called All Hail Megatron, which is basically uh, a look at what happens when the Decepticons win and conquer Earth. And like that, that's that's something that at the time they at the time they released it was just so sort of like holy crap! They're you know they're going into what if territory and. They're you know they're saying all right that's it the Decepticons have won you know here's what happens next and I think I think that's actually a theme that sort of runs all the way through IDW's comics is that those of us who are G1 fans I think I think it's fair to say that all of all four of us here we are all G1 fans the the G1 comics uh, not not the G1 comics the G1 cartoon told a very repetitive story and it's just there's there's the good guys and there's the bad guys and they fight and we will stop him retreat exactly that's exactly it if you're a fan i'm telling you you're doing yourself a disservice for missing this stuff this stuff is that's where i I was was going it's the 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 comics the comics take what we love about generation one and it actually goes and layers story over it and it makes you care about the characters um okay wait 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 
Wait, wait, wait. Before you, before you do interrupt, I want to I want to throw to Will for something because what I said during dinner. Or? Yeah, Will was talking about this at dinner time about how he feels about Megatron as a result of what IDW's done. I'm I'm, I'm going to let you say it. Go on. <clears throat> well, I, I basically said during dinner we were talking about um, a particular point of view of an origin story between um, Megatron and Optimus. Basically, their past, their shared past together. And it basically, the new levels and layers that they added to Megatron's past, without actually altering any, anything that went past this, it actually made the character quite sad and quite... Um, you could show a lot of sympathy for the character and, and his motivations and why he's such an awesome villain. Like, it just it, it added so much to him as to what his motivations were. And, yeah. What was, in hell? It, oh, we have to read that to see. You, you, it's, you have to read it. We're not. We're not going to. We're not going to go and spoil this it. Is, for you. This is this massive spoiler territory. Oh, but, but it is fantastic. I, like I was, I was just blown away with how impressive it was, and basically, um, the level of the interaction between the two characters when they're having conversations, it just it added so much more weight to it because they have such this such a such a deep history that, as we were saying, goes over millions of years like for the battles that they've gone through. And, yeah, it just... IDW really hit it out of the park with it because the characters went from being two-dimensional, sort of like, I'm going to kill you, Optimus, to this is why I'm doing this, this is the grudge that I have against your entire sort of planet, this is the whole Give reason why... I'm, oh, yeah, it just was... <laughs> It's really it's it, it, it's added something that Marvel couldn't do. It's added something that none of the cartoons even had the had the balls to do, and it's um it's something that probably won't be done again. And this is late. This has laid the groundwork for the future series of the comics, which is just yeah. Jason, what do you think? You also have to sorry, Jason. No, go on, go on. Um, when it comes to comics, you also have to think that their their storyboard, that that their idea is fleshed out years in advance. So, like, what we're getting out weekly has been planned out and storyboarded maybe a year or a year and a half before. So they've had that time to build the, the, the character depth um, that that comes with, like, that, you know, taking the time to plan so far ahead in terms of what happens and how and explaining how and why and what. Also, yeah, adding to that, it's quite ballsy for them to do something like this because that whole, that all hail Megatron series, which went which went for about a year and a half. When you think about that, that's like more than the length of one season of a show. That's a long time for a series to focus on the villains, like for a readership to follow for a year and a half, just following following the arc of the villain. That's it's quite an investment for a franchise to take, and they did it really well. Uh, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say with all the layering and stuff that IDW's done on the bad guys recently, and let, let's not forget also that Cyclonus is now one of the most loved characters in the entire IDW Transformers verse. Cyclonus, um, and it's mainly because mainly because of that point where he appeared on on screen when Rewind was filming, and he said, "I'm not a Decepticon. I want that written in words on the screen." And so every time you see Cyclonus now, you have to put the words "not a Decepticon" there. But uh, for me, it's it's hmm. somewhat it's somewhat um, it's somewhat similar to the way that uh, a lot of DC fans have you know really enjoyed a lot of the evolution of the Joker. 
is that and, and, I mean, like, here we go. Let's, let's, here's, let's, some, here's common territory. For let, me. Let, let, let's be honest, right? Good guys are boring. Bad guys, yeah, they really are. Bad guys, when you when you really dig into the psyche of the bad guys and layer onto them, that's when you can get some really awesome stuff happening. And that's why that's why Megatron is just so brilliant at the moment in Command of the Lost Light. He's yeah, he does because he's an Autobot and he's legit. He's upfront about it. He's switched sides. Well, as we said, he's a, he's a live grenade. Like mm-hmm. he, he he hasn't done anything evil for such a long time, and you're like, wh- when's he going to go off? Wh- what's his what's his motivation? Like that's it, more menacing when you see him doing nothing, because you're thinking, all right, what's this long game that he's playing? What's what's the what's the long con? Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's just it's 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 making it a lot more compelling than him just running in saying, Starscream, pull my trigger. So <laughs> yeah, so that. Side note, that's one of the biggest issues with um, Transformers Prime Protocol Drive. If it had finished Season 3 and we knew Megatron was on the ocean floor, then we would have known now in R.I.D. He's sitting there. We've got a couple of ocean Transformers. He's going to be found and can come back, whereas no, he's walked away and left. But... I do have a rebuttal for comic nonsense, so... You're all, <laughs> you're all nerds. No, you haven't convinced me whatsoever. That's fine. Listen, like, if, if, it's, yeah, listen, if it... It's Hasbro. Hasbro, okay, they may have brought out Diaclone and or Takara, done that, and done the, uh, the original cartoons... They are calling the shots. They are, have the story writing team, whatever else. Hasbro Comics doesn't have a story writing team. Uh, yes, well, the movies prove that. But the, no, uh, no, 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 no. That, that, that Hasbro doesn't write the movies. There are names of people at the front of the movies that tell and, and the back of them that tell you who wrote them. Hasbro I'm, doesn't no, write No, I'm stories. talking about the cartoons. I'm talking about the cartoons. Okay, so that's, the movies that's over. Hasbro. That's the production company that makes the cartoons. Right. Yeah, but that Hasbro the would tell story. them that this, this week we're going to spotlight Astro Train. So well, make I, I, right, I don't, right I don't think Hasbro, Astro I don't think Hasbro exerts that much control yeah, over yeah. it. Flint, Flint Dilly himself said it in the interview on the Transformers movie DVD. No, he yeah, this. But hang on, but that's from the eighties. Yeah, it's a it's what a very was, it's a very different age these days. What hmm. was the point about the comics? Well, yeah, right. Comics. As far as I'm concerned. The comics are fan fiction that Hasbro has approved because it has their characters in it. But they're making figures from the actual comics now, so <laughs> that kind of yeah, yeah. Because we all want a Ultra Magnus that's a Iron Man suit around Pimbus Nimbus. Bill, 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 <laughs> Bill do you okay. Bill do you want the IDW <laughs> Ultra Magnus? <laughs> Me. Yeah, no, well, Will, do you want it? Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, Bill, do you want the IDW Ultra Magnus? Uh, if you just for Pimpus Maximus. <laughs> see, the, I, I understand I your want point. It. I want I can, it, and I have never read. I can see what you're getting at, because you, you're, you're taking the um, the purest approach, like what people do with Star Wars stuff, is like this, the expanded universe doesn't count, which it doesn't count now. Well, but, uh, I can no, see that. You say it doesn't count now, but well, apparently we're going to have revolving lightsabers and... 
then yeah, you look but, like yeah, old. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not getting into the Star Wars thing, but I can see what people were saying. Inquisitors, yeah. All that a lot crap of pe- from extended's being brought in a new one, so that got dumped real quick. Um, yeah, but you can see my point for saying that some people just they don't think the expanded universe counts and they only followed the movies and the yada yada yada. I, I can see you I can see that I logic. Say that it's fan fiction. Fans but, of the original cartoon have grown up and decide the right comics that have, it's gonna it's coming under IDW, Dreamwave or fair enough Marvel might have been a different series, different story because it was back in the day. <laughs> I'll be honest. To be an Iron Man suit. I want Megatron to be an Autobot. I want. It's just. I'll just say I say it as fan fiction. I don't. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I think. I think tarring the entire comic line, all of the all of the creativity and the artwork oh. and storytelling that's gone into the comics, and saying that it's fan fiction, it's really. It's like so close to being insulting to everyone who works on those One. comics. Yeah, well, one non non movie comic series I got was the Megatron Origin, mm. and I like that comic. But it's all right, we have a winner. Let's pack up, everyone. No, it's one <laughs> fan's interpretation of Megatron's origin. It does not fit anywhere in canon, but cartoon or anything. I can, which I can argue. Can, I, I can argue the other way around. I can say the people who wrote the comics, and we're talking about the guys who wrote the comics from the 80s, and these are the guys who worked with the actual, you know, the people who were making the cartoon to an extent. These are the guys who are writing the comics. And yet you've got the guys who made the movies who just turned up, who were a third-rate script rewriter, and they made the Transformers movies. But that's more valid than the actual comics? No, no, don't get me me wrong. I'm not judging comics on the movie-verse. Okay. No, but he's saying about the like, movie verse. The movie verse. The movie verse. Yeah, but, but that's the thing. It's, those, it's, I'll it's just a... read those for the tie-ins, and they're going to have the artists, artists, and everything else in the movie verse comics have to conform to uh, artwork already yeah. supplied by Hasbro. So that's not that's yeah, something. But, 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 but going off, going off movie verse, like the Megatron Origin, I liked it, but. It doesn't fit anywhere. It does. Um, it, do, it does fit. I'll tell you where it fits. It fits in the IDW-verse. And that's... <laughs> so, but the thing is, that you can groan at that all you want, but, like, there's a Beast Wars universe. There's a G1 universe. There's a Robots in Disguise from 2001 ooh, universe. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There G1 is. G1 and Beast Wars is the same universe. Yeah, sure, whatever. You can have that. But that, no, but, that no, is, no, 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 okay, okay. But cartoon canon. I'm not it's, getting it's fi- cartoon it's, it's, canon. That's fine, but you know, you're, you're using the fact that I tripped up over like one word to like, <laughs> try and shoot down my entire argument, which is an, animated has a universe. Even even like the Japanese headmasters is sort of in it, often its own universe as well. Mm-hmm. There's and in fact, Japanese Beast Wars does have its own universe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, so like, but like, one. but like, you're saying you're saying that you know, like, IDW's universe doesn't count, but like, which universe does? Because there's so many other universes that we're all in, we're all so invested in, and like, we're we're getting into this we're getting into this Combiner Wars universe that's completely different to stuff that's gone before. They're reimaginings of characters, but they're not the same. They're not exactly the same as the G1 characters. We're getting well, into combine, but we're getting into combiner wars. We're getting into robots in disguise, which does somewhat share a universe with Prime. But like, you know, it, it's just a separate universe. Just go with it. It, it is very. But that's not the first time we've had a new Transformers universe to deal with. 
it, it basically just comes down to the fact that, much like every other comic, like, okay, Marvel has multi-universes. Like, there's... I'm just going to point it out here. Spider-Man. All right, the biggest controversy at the moment is now the fact that there's Spider-Gwen, which is Gwen Stacy as Spider-Man. I think, I think Will oh. had an excellent comment about this on Facebook the other day. But... I, but, I, I sighed when I heard about Miles Mercus, but... Um, yeah, it's just... But Marvel like, Wars is a weird one because there's no animated cartoon to support it. But, there's but a toy it's, line. It's, but it's not, and it's not the first time that's happened. I mean, like... Well, so Combiner Wars actually does have a universe to support it, and it's the comics. Oh, but, oh yeah, but you can go back and say, well, Old Matters never had a cartoon, and Alternity Old Matters hmm. never had the cartoon to support them either, but... Mm. But they, but they, and they are their own little universe, and we still collect the figures and we love them. I got a question. Mm. the uh, the third The third party toy developers are they made by fans? Ooh. <laughs> oh crap! There you go. <laughs> actually, actually, just uh, hang on a second. I'll be back. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's... I, but I honestly think that like, uh, as you know, uh, as Ray's question, like. He doesn't read them, but like so. Just to reiterate, you don't like him because you just can't get into him. Yeah, simple as that. It's not. Um, it's, it's not, not that something I don't that like you're him. It's what I hear coming from them. Mm. <laughs> Ultramanus is a shell. That's shit. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not shit. It's actually what it was in Generation One anyway. Oh. <laughs> That's it's, what it's, the toy was. But, that, but that's the thing. It's the, well, what else is canon if not the toys? But like, so like, it's it's, it's like, toy, a, but it's if, a pure distillation of what was generation. If you come with a little mini Optimus Prime, I would not worry. It comes with bloody Mimbus Dimbus, so I do not care about so, so, that. So Minimus Ambus is just like literally little Walker, <laughs> and and there's a very good reason in the comics why he was bestowed the Magnus armor by Tyrist. So, There's I, no so Magnus I, armor. There is Magnus armor. You've got it's it in your Generation Magnus. 1 toy. Oh. i tell you what's cool. Let's go put him together. If you try something out and you don't like it and you say it sucks, that's cool. I mean, that's, that makes perfect sense. You've tried it out and you don't like it. But you've read the comics that aren't really good. Very true. That's and the I thing. Will, I will concede that. So, I mean, you've, read, this, you've read the poor modern stuff, like the, the B-grade yeah. stuff. Yeah, but Morton meets the eye, the ongoing stuff. Yeah, I have not read. I have not looked over. The it's, good I'm stuff, even off. just a couple of issues. Like it's 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 really worth just having like one quick look and sort of going. If you do, if you don't like it, then then you've got a good point. Yeah, and yeah. I'm only going. I'm only going off off like this new new stuff with, um, yeah, Megatron being an Autobot all of a sudden. Who's going to believe that? Um, yeah, but it's long game. Yeah, That's but the... but he's been a Decepticon for how long now? Four million years. In, in, no, in that, in that, in that continuity. Four million not, years. Yeah, four million years. In that continuity, he's been Decepticon. <clears throat> uh, I'll be an Autobot to go on a three-week voyage <laughs> and get hit by a cyclone and end up on a desert island. I'm going to turn back into Decepticon again. Um, yeah, that yeah, and... Pretty cool origin, though. Yeah, but that and Ultra Magnus, Bane, Dimbus, Nimbus, and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing the bad things about and wanting to steer but, away but, more. But, but, but just, just I, w- I want, I want you to, I want you to think about this. You say you're hearing the bad things, 
But every time we talk about these things, we're all talking about how much we all love them to bits. And, oh, and so, and I, this- so, so, but no, but th- that's what I want you to hear. I want you to hear how much we all love it and just mm. think, oh, okay, maybe I should get into this. And oh, don't give, it, give it a try. This is, not the only, this is not the only spot I'm hearing love for it. I know, like, but, but, but like, surely... They have an hour. But, an sure, hour but surely this talk. is a case of like, oh, look, you know, maybe maybe everyone's right. Maybe I should give this a go. But, but like, you, re- but you, say, you say that you're only hearing the silly things from it, but the silly... You're hearing something and just going, well, that's silly, but you're not listening to the context in which it's presented. But also, we're leaving stuff out because we don't want to spoil it. Yeah, that's, that's also the other part. Like yeah, I don't want to. I, I don't even want to mention chaos because that's the biggest Transformers story I've ever read. Like for for how epic it is, like that was pretty mind blowing. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. We've come give, to the end. Yeah, it's just because. Um, I think this, this is, not, is something that we'll there's need about to four other, There's about four other Transformers podcasts I listen to, and they they're going on about Wingblade, Wingblade comics, like one. Uh, transmissions have a series. Yeah, so so, the, so there was a short there was a short series based on Windblade, and the art was amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, yeah, I don't deny that. The biggest thing in the end, it comes down to time. I do not have time to but read no, it. But no one's expecting you to read it in a weekend. No, but if it was an animated, if it was an animated feature, I could put on the iPad and could watch it while I'm driving. No, but I'm just saying, no one's expecting you to read it in a hurry. Watch it while you're driving. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll leave that for next time. Um, yeah, Brad is not his real name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drive at all. Um, <laughs> oh it's gotten worse. <laughs> oh dear. All right, look, I, I, th- I think I think we uh, yeah. I, I think we can I think we can bring down the shutters on this podcast. Yeah. We, ha- we have gone for a good hour and three quarters. Yeah, to short note it. I don't have the time to sit down and read it as they come out, and I'm going to fall behind. I'm getting, I'm falling behind in collecting figures, let alone reading about them. Um, and it's just, yeah, hearing from about six or seven different podcasts when they do their comic reviews, hearing some of the stories that are coming out from the comics. As far as I'm concerned, comics are fan fiction. Yes, some fan fiction is good. R.I.D. I hear is good. Bayverse tie-ins are bad. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. I, I like the reign of Starscream. Just saying. It's weird because it's a completely Trisha. different art style to everything else. But I yeah, like anyway. it. Yeah, yeah, it's the, anyway, it's yeah. the, the yeah, reign so. of hot detrusion. Yeah. <laughs> so that, is, that can be my first oh. defense. I'm sure in a month's time this is going to come back when stupidest stories are going to come out and I'm going to hear about them but uh, <laughs> that's that's my defence anyway Ray your question is answered about 20% alrighty so um <laughs> like Prowler Stater oh, oh oh you left that to last alright we'll leave that for next time okay alright so yeah. I think that rounds us up um so for those um so thanks for everybody for listening Brad where can we find you um, Facebook, you know where I am. I post daily. Austronprime at gmail dot com. Um, again, we uh, we're just about to cross the hundredth like for the off the shelf Facebook page. Yeah. Yet we haven't had a single comment. 
from anyone other than me. <laughs> so, because uh, I deleted them all, man. That's just, just all the say negative hi. Just, just post hi, please. Okay, I'll do it now for you. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just do something. So, um, yeah, that's all it. Right. I mean, the show notes, the show notes for the episode are posted there along with the episode, um, episode zero and one, uh, sort of the black sheep. So you won't find show notes for them because they don't exist. Um, all right. That's, All right, that's cool. That's that's um, the off the shelf. Jason, page. where can we where can we find you? Uh, you can find me in the group hanging around. Uh, you can find me. I'm Jason Murray. I think I might be the only Jason on the group. I'm not sure. And the easiest way to get in touch with me is to message me if you find me, or send me a messenger on Twitter at not Facebook on Twitter at JM77. All right, you can find me on Facebook because I don't use Twitter. I I struggle to fit everything I need to say in 140 characters or less. <laughs> so uh, um, th- th- that's it. So you can just find me on Facebook at Daniel Quinn. Um, and Bill, where can we find you? Yeah, as always, you can find me on Facebook or at the Toshi Power Station. Pick up some converters. Uh. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Uh, I would also like to thank Will for joining us from my uh, luxurious upstairs lounge room. That's where you can find me. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) For reference, there's 15 Jasons on the group. (laughs) Don't tell me that. (laughs) Alrighty, so thanks guys for listening, and until next weekend. Or next week, rather. (laughs) See you you guys. See ya. See ya. Thank you for downloading this latest episode of Off the Shelf, the voice of the Transformers Collectors Club Australia. For further information, check out Facebook where we have our off-the-shelf page, hit like, or even check out the Transformers Collectors Club Facebook group. Any and all feedback is more than welcome. Um, you can send email to transformerscca at gmail.com or head on over to iTunes and leave us a review there. Also, Podbean have a review section where you can rate us and that way we get out to more people. Till all are one. Alright, I'm recording now. Click. And a one. And a two. And a, where the hell is the run sheet? <laughs> okay. What a way to start. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, so. bo- it's below Yoda. The run, the run <laughs> sheet has been subsumed by Yoda. Yeah. Okay, alright. Shall we go? One, two. Start you most. Start, mm. start we shall. This is the wrong franchise. I didn't say goodnight. We've had one win at least. It's still yeah. recording. <laughs>